truth that for the vast majority of us would have the biggest impact on truly transforming our lives from suffering, from yearning, from grabbing, from pushing away, from all of the ways that, that we live in suffering. I think that truth would be you are whole, you are full, you are complete, you are divine. I know that sounds like four or five different truths, but it's actually all one truth. In Sanskrit, it's one. You need four or five different English words. But the truth in Sanskrit is one. There's a, a beautiful mantra in the Upanishads that says, Purnamada, Purnamidam, Purnat, Purnamudachate, Purnasya, Purnamadaya, Purnameva Vashishyate. And Purn. Porn means fullness, completeness, wholeness, divinity. And what the mantra basically says is that, the capital T, that, meaning the divine, the supreme, God, the universe, whatever word we use, is full, is whole, is complete, is perfect. And this, which has been removed from that, created out of that, which has come from that, is also therefore full and whole and complete and perfect and divine. Spiritually, it sounds very deep and complex. It's actually really very simple. Think about it from a mathematical way. We learn in probably elementary school, if not certainly by junior high. We learn about infinity. And when we learn about infinity, what we learn is that whatever you do to infinity, it stays infinity. So infinity divided by 7 billion is what? Infinity. Infinity minus 7 billion, infinity. So the divine is infinite, whole, complete, perfect. And this, us, who have been created by, created out of the metaphoric drop of the ocean, of that infinity, we are also infinite. That is also still infinite, and we are infinite. And I think that this is the truth that would have the greatest, greatest ability to transform us. Because we go through our life feeling like we lack. We're not smart enough. We're not successful enough. We're not happy enough. We're not good enough. We're not worthy enough. We're not rich enough. 
we're not beautiful enough, we're not young enough, or for some of us, we're not old enough. There's always all these things that we're not enough of. And it leads to this sense of yearning, of lack. So then our life focus is on filling those holes, how to make myself feel more, how to make myself feel enough full. A few big chocolate cakes should do it. Some alcohol, some drugs, a lot of indiscriminate sexual partners, shopping. It's a whole endless variety of ways that we go out to fill that sense of lack within ourselves, to make ourselves feel full, whole. And it's, it's ridiculous on a pragmatic, logical, intellectual level that somehow a bunch of chocolate cake or arms laden with shopping bags could somehow make up for a sense of lack inside. But tragically, the mind is not usually nearly as pragmatic or logical as we would like to think we are. The emotional mind, especially when we find ourselves in the throes of addiction, and whether it's an addiction to something as soft as food or distractions, social media, or an addiction to something as hard as heroin or cocaine, doesn't matter. They serve the same purpose. It's to give me a sense of fullness. But if I knew that I were already full, if I knew that I were complete, if I knew there was nothing I lack, I wouldn't be trying to fill holes in me that didn't exist. And here's the beautiful piece. It's all beautiful, but here's, here's another beautiful piece of that truth. The core of who we all are is divine, is infinite. Everything we are doing is an attempt to return to that true state of who we are, which means nothing you do is wrong. Nothing is bad. All of that additional layer of guilt that we have about the ways that we try to fill ourselves when they don't work and then we're just in debt and broke and miserable and hung over and sick. And then there's also guilt. But realize that nothing, nothing that you're doing to feel full is wrong. The instinct is actually beautiful. The instinct is actually the purest yearning of ourself to experience the truth of ourself. It is the purest yearning of the suffocated, contracted, in a box, small self 
that's told from every which way on the outside, look like this, act like that, have this job, have this skin color, dress in these clothes, label yourself in this way. But internally we know, we feel it. We feel suffocated, we know that's not who I am. I'm not my role, I'm not my job, I'm not my skin color, I'm not my body, I'm not my bank account, I'm not my race or religion or sexual orientation. We feel it. We know it. And so we are looking for ways to experience it more fully, more frequently. And since so many of us sadly don't have access to the, the spiritual teachings and the spiritual way, we go about it with whatever we have nearby. Food, drugs, alcohol, shopping, Facebook, sex, whatever it may be. But the yearning is right. Everything in the universe is trying to return to its source. Fire rises up because the source of fire is the sun. Water goes down, pulled by gravity. The source of water is the ocean. The earth comes down. We are trying to return to our source, which is infinity, which is fullness, which is wholeness, completeness. So all of these ways are just misguided, ignorant attempts, dysfunctional attempts for a very real, very true, very valid, very beautiful, very pure spiritual yearning. But if we knew that source is within me, then we wouldn't be looking for it in misguided places outside. If I know I'm full and I have access through my meditation, through my prayers, through my yoga, if I have access to the experience of fullness within me, then I'm no longer tempted by all of that outside. And this is what our meditation and yoga practice does. What our spiritual practice does, what prayer does, connects us. Not to the fullness that's outside of us, but to the fullness that's within us.